0: brandon hey Alan, and welcome to dice over everything the miniatures gaming podcast so how do you distinguish what you did
1: in 2020 from 2021 because you know since march 2020 everything just seems to have
0: been the same and, until I'm like it's 2021
1: well, yeah i know it's oh not my still God. exactly
0: everything just blends together at this point i don't know like I don't even know how it's going. Almost certainly as COVID numbers are getting even worse, it's going to blend into 2022. I think we're basically living in a nightmare that is Grand Hogs Day, except the only thing that changes I, is I get progressively fatter and less fit. Uh-huh. I wasn't well, fit to start with either.
1: Well, I, I distinguish the when I'm going to the game store and playing squash
0: and then there's the not going to the game store and not playing squash, <laughs> aka not really going outside. But here's the, the issue. There's been all of these lockdowns. So I no longer go to the game store as nearly as often. Like we were for a little, little period of time, but for most of 2021, we were not going to the game store. So That's I true. lost track of time.
1: That's true. In 2019, we were going to the game store, like two to three times a week.
0: Yes, <laughs> don't want to exactly. It kind um, of blended yes. in, in, but in a different way. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that, I guess, kind of, uh, comes into our topic which is 2021 yep. year in review we'll another gap careful. year we we'll
1: you be careful not to like bring 2020 into this
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll make st- mistakes for sure so uh first i want to talk about like just generally what your thoughts are about how this past year has been for miniature gaming in general um, of course, we could talk about, it's, it's almost impossible to avoid the topic of COVID. So let's start there. Yeah, so I'm quite surprised
1: that game companies kept putting out things at like an almost normal pace.
0: Because you could see yeah. that. Because <laughs> they can't go, they still have to run their business, right? I, you don't I know. put out product, you, you, you can't get paid.
1: I know, but just with the limited number of people. Because in 2020, you could see that people just sort of, they didn't have much to do. So even though maybe they weren't going out and playing games, they're still like, yeah, I'll keep the cycle up of like buying stuff, getting it prepared. Yeah. But then I would have thought that people would have sort of reached a point where they'd engorge themselves on enough miniatures. They're like, oh, well, I've got all the stuff to play and I haven't played it. Why am I buying more? But, and I would have figured the game companies would have responded by being like, oh, okay, well, we're not going to Have good- more minis! <laughs> that's how they responded but i've been like oh okay shouldn't they have been like oh the demand is going to drop off maybe we should cut our output because we're not going to have we're not going to have these big releases like you'd want with getting the stores involved having events like building hype that people are going to go to like tournaments and all that that yeah but there's been a
0: lot of buying online now right yeah and it's kind of interesting i think it really depends on on who you are in the market, right? Because the miniatures gaming hobby is so diverse and widespread that there's Mm -hmm. a lot of different companies that come together to uh, make the hobby what it is, right? Unless you're Games Workshop, in the Games Workshop ecosystem where it's all Games Workshop, But like, generally, if you're not in that ecosystem, you have like brushes, you have paints, you have miniatures, you have all these different types of miniatures, you have terrain, you have crafting, you have that's not even mentioning the game part, right? And then you have the game. But if you are, there's like companies, like, for example, my favorite game, and one of our favorite games is uh, Frostgrave is comes out from Osprey. Osprey only writes books. And I'm sure for their uh, miniature gaming division, this is really tough because people were not really playing games that much, right?
1: Yep. Yeah, because Frostgrave is a game where you want to get a bunch of people together. Like it's... it's yeah, more and
0: more it's a little bit more involved, right? Mm-hmm. And I know there's been, apparently in the board game space, a spike for uh, two-player games. But I think Frostgrave is one of those games where it's very unlikely... You're going to be living with someone who also is obs- as obsessed about miniatures and miniature mm-hmm. gaming and the, that type of game to, uh, to be okay with playing it unless they're just humoring you, right? Yeah, Frostgrave is like a
1: competitive game. It's not. It, you kind of build it's, up your It's bin. not it's even, even
0: of- really the competitive thing, it's the how much effort it takes to get into the game, right? It's mm-hmm. just not common it's so uncommon that you're you're not necessarily going to find two people who are into it right it's like if you like some random indie band right are you really going to like what are the chances that you know your roommate or your significant other or your child is really going to be into the same thing same random esoteric indie band as you yeah. They might go and go to a concert just to humor you, but chances are, like, play it significantly. No, you go out and you find the other people who are as obsessive as you, and then you go and, and you know uh, go together, kind of thing, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's harder than even going to the concert. Concerts just you show up there that day for us. Grave is all.
0: You gotta build that <laughs> to whole prepare I mean, for months in advance before you to months.
1: do it. Like the perfect pair. list. No, but that for Frostgrave, as I said, is a 2020, the second edition. It's a 2020 thing.
0: That's true, but like that's like, the thing. Like I feel like most of the other games, Frostgrave is a great intro game, and it's even not as competitive as most of the other games we play. It is much better for non non serious people to play Frostgrave and to have a good time. Then play a lot of these other games that we play, right? The normal, whatever two-person strategy game where you're you're playing to win, right? Mm -hmm. So if even Frostgrave has a hard time doing it, you're not gonna find it for most of your other hobby stuff. So at the same time, you know, Osprey still gotta put push out books. And I feel like they're just sad because they pushed it out and less people probably bought it than than on a normal. On a normal time, although at this point I'm wondering if this is the new normal. Mm-hmm. Do you wonder that? Like, is this the new normal? Just like everyone gets double, whatever, hopefully double or triple triple vac, so like get their booster every once in a while. And we just be like, you we'll we, just keep getting we, sick when not that sick. <laughs> uh well, yeah, some people still die. We we probably need more uh more hospital beds i guess uh and uh people don't are not as into grouping together
1: uh-huh. right?
0: because of fear of this kind of thing like i know
1: do you think in, though that wargaming was ever like that big of a scale thing like most do you think most people were actually into tournaments or you think it was more people no, that, that's a good point. friends though that are like meeting up for this it's sort a of thing? good
0: point most of the wargaming that happens Happens in someone's basement Mm -hmm. or on their kitchen table, right? Where they just put out, you know, some extra space. Usually, kitchen table is pretty big. And then they go and play it at their one friend's place a couple of times. And and besides that, most of the hobby is painting, assembling your miniatures, and dreaming up what you're going to play next month with your friend, your one friend who's also into it.
1: Yeah, because like I said earlier, we were. Maybe we go to the game store more than other people because in 2019, as we said, we were there like two to three times, sometimes even like four times a week at the game yeah. store. So it was made... starting
0: to get too much. Yeah. In my opinion, I was like, maybe we should not go to the game store as much. But I just I don't know. There were a lot of good games that were coming out and I was super excited, I guess, and why to get into it. And, and that's just like if you want to encourage
1: other people to get into it that you don't already know. That's what we wanted to do. So, you go to the game store and do it to, because there are people you don't know as well. That's not because these are, as we said before, are these more esoteric games sometimes that like the people you already know may not be into. So, you've got to go into the wider community and then, which means meeting up at the game store. But now, I think with just talking about the 2021 review, we found that we've just been meeting more with the people we already know, which some of them we've met, lots of them we've met through the game stores, but then like playing outside or just having a small number of people at one of our places. So Mm -hmm. it kind of changed us maybe towards the more normal type of gamers.
0: I don't know if that's true, though. I think we were permanently changed. So one thing I noticed is that we are much more open to playing many and different games, maybe even one shots where like we paint up a bunch of miniatures for literally like one or two games Mm -hmm. and then we're like, ah, that was fun. And then move on to the next one. Right.
1: So we've, we you think this year we've become more of the, uh, the shine clots, uh, what are they, the new, the new. Oh, hotness.
0: I think this is the whole polyglot kind of gamer where we just play a whole bunch of different games. That's what what I feel like. It's kind of to like. It's just kind of fun to have maybe one, two, three different games that you play regularly and then just play a whole bunch of different other kind of things, right? Um, And and just a sprinkle of like, if you paint up, like, here's the other thing, I think we've kind of committed to skirmish games, right? Although maybe we did that before, but like, I couldn't imagine going into a new Mass Army game.
1: No, I couldn't imagine having to paint that many guys. I don't think I would enjoy it either, just because I like painting well. And I have a, I've done the techniques for painting like a lot of guys at once. I think I mentioned at the beginning of this year, I painted eighty guys in two months, just using like contrast paint style techniques. So <laughs> I can do it. It's just I don't find it as enjoyable. So
0: yeah, it's not as relaxing and everything. It starts to feel like work. So you have you have to treat it like work. You have to
1: have like a work process. You have to have formulas for doing it. <sighs> this.
0: That's totally not fun. I guess that's the other thing is that over this year, I've kind of just because. I think what it was is like 2020. It was kind of a gap year. Uh, I didn't really think about like reflect, but this 2021, um, you know, the during the later part of the year we got vaccinated, we started seeing each other and, and like catching up on the glut of games that we kind of have just built up. Mm-hmm. And it kind of made me reflect on what I want more, like what I want from the hobby, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so. That's why I'm thinking like, oh, you know what? I think that is pretty cool, right? Having like, you know, we played a bunch of games and I'm like, some of these games that we played are pretty good and I wouldn't mind playing a small like four, six session campaign, right? I think we talked a lot about uh, a couple of the games that we'll talk about later that we we played. And I was like, oh, you know, it'd be fun. We should have a little campaign of six six games, right? With a, a larger, a slightly larger group of friends. Although I don't know if COVID's going to stop that again, <laughs> mm-hmm. but hopefully sometime at the new year, we'll be able to see each other again. Uh, and uh, yeah, and, and just slotting that in. And perhaps because of that, something else has to give. And that is... I'm wondering if dedicating that much effort into one game makes as much sense.
1: Oh, uh, I don't know if that's the main topic of this, but I think you shouldn't dedicate all your effort into one game, anyways. But I'm perfectly fine with putting half of my effort into one game.
0: Sorry, say that again.
1: Oh, half I don't or? think I don't think anyone should put all their effort into one game. Yeah. Because then it falls through, you feel like you've, you've lost everything. Yes. So head, head well, you can
0: get burnt out. out, and if you if if that you get burnt out on one game means that you just stop hobbying. It's kind of terrible. Exactly. But if you have a whole bunch of different things that you can try out, you can like switch to the next one. You're like, you know what? I'm I'm tired of let's say playing hardcore Infinity every single week. Right? Maybe mm-hmm. I'll play a little bit more casual stuff.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd say this have, year.
0: Probably gave yep. Half
1: my effort towards Infinity. And then the rest of it towards like skirmish game figures and terrain. Mm -hmm. So I found that was pretty good. I like the balance.
0: Yeah. All right. So I think that's, uh,
1: yeah. How would you say you allocated your model painting for, yeah, I guess not not gameplay, but like your actual, like hobby time.
0: Hobbying time. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on from COVID, just uh, how much time in general we've we've used or I've used um so it's kind of sad i got into this i I talked about this before i got into this a couple of video games and i haven't been able to shake one which is uh legends of runeterra it's the card game because we like because we haven't been playing it as much it was hard to shake and i found like you know, if I'm not playing miniatures games and I don't have miniature games to look forward to, to playing, I start slotting in time for legends repair. And then I spend a lot of time. It's very addictive. So I'll be like, oh, I'll just play one game. And then it's like six games. So I basically, every single time I play it, not every single time, but many times I'll play it And after I've played it for like three hours or four hours, I'm like, I should uninstall this. And so I uninstall it. And then like a week later, I'm like, you know what? I don't know I'll, I'll watch some youtube video and pick it up and play it uh-huh. so that's kind of reduced the amount of time i know that's not directly uh an answer to what your question was in, in some ways it's not it, at all but it has used, has
1: used that time slot
0: yes it's used a lot of the gaming time slot so i feel like ideally and in, in that period of time when we we're playing um right which was it started to slow down a little bit but like there was a good three or four months basically when we were vaccinated I was starting to play like once maybe even twice a week, so I would spend like and then I would play for like a block of six hours right, although I did feel like two blocks of six hours per week so 12 hours a week and then. uh, Six hours of miniatures painting. and hobbying was probably too much so it, was, it basically swung uh-huh. <laughs> it was a lot of time let me tell you uh but it uh i think if i were to average the issue is that that's that was only like the three months basically and so when i was playing video games that took out the six months six hours right and i replaced it with six hours of video games so it ended up being like three four maybe like five out four four hours gaming for the second half of the year it was like Probably averages out to like i guess six out four, five five hours of gaming and six hours of painting uh but the but the previous like the early half of the year, because it was lockdown, it was like way more painting uh and hobbying and oh. so maybe i was i basically replaced the gaming with with painting so it's probably like eight ten hours of painting per week but the other thing is that i spent a lot of time working on our game Yep, i've noticed and that during that period of time i don't know if that counts as hobbying but like i think it does you know, it working is. on the game right in the room i spent <laughs> i spent a lot of time on that i i must have spent at least 10 hours a week on that
1: Sounds, sounds about right. On
0: average, probably 10 hours a week, if not. Maybe average, on average, 10 hours a week. So there's some that I didn't work. I worked less, some I worked more. So Okay, so that was been a big chunk of this year. So it's actually less. Well, yeah, because I have nothing else to do. So like literally calculate all of that, all the excess time besides working is probably eating and YouTube. So you cut, That's so all you, I did this entire as time. As far
1: as hobby goes, you cut back on the like, terrain, the model painting, and then pushed it more into the video game, yeah, working and on the writing, okay. yep. Yep. compared to a, what might be a normal year. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I w- honestly, I want to cut out the video gaming entirely and just replace that with more painting actually and mm-hmm. other stuff. I probably need to s- slot in some exercise. I hurt my shoulders at some point, like I was, I was doing a bit of exercise starting to ramp that up. And then I literally hurt my shoulder and I didn't do any exercise for the past, like, I don't know, four or five, six months,
2: mm-hmm.
0: almost nothing. Besides, besides just like the, 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 very little exercise to strengthen my shoulder, which is not cardio at all. Mm-hmm.
1: The, the one flight of stairs to get to your place. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah,
0: I did do that. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Anyhow. All right. So that's kind of like what we've been doing for the the hobby side of it.
0: Uh Do you want to talk about more of like the gaming we've been doing over the last year? Uh, Yeah. So uh, why don't we run through, I guess one of the things is that when we came back from the year uh, from, sorry, from being vaccinated and being able to see each other, uh, I think we played a whole bunch of these, these pent up games. So we actually played quite a few new games. Uh Uh, So I wanted to go through them a bit and maybe, maybe give a little blurb about, about talking about them so of my list i think i played a, a couple more games than you yeah uh, i think if we if we went through this one so the first one i would like to and in, in, in not in chronological order unfortunately because i just have them listed down on a sheet uh first one i want to talk about blood bowl all right we're going alphabetical that's pretty good all right blood bowl <laughs> so far. Second season. Uh-huh. all right so blood bowl um this one kind of like took me by yeah second season uh took me by surprise uh i always kind of liked the idea of blood bowl but i never really liked i never really thought about getting in and then you know it was we were in lockdown i had nothing better to do and i want i had the desire to purchase something Mm -hmm. so i purchased blood bowl painted it up played a game by myself and i'm like oh these rules are actually pretty fun Mm-hmm. Yeah, and unlike
1: other GW stuff, you jumped into. I actually jumped into this one too. Yeah, what's up with that? because um, the game actually looked like it played pretty well, <laughs> as opposed to like a lot of the other GW games. It was like, and there wasn't that much to buy, and they had Skaven as I an mean, army. Like, yeah. ooh, I can have a
0: few Skaven. That's yeah, cool. Cool with this. So it was just different. It had a different kind of theme, different kind of miniatures. Didn't, didn't have as much investment for you as it did for me although i still have like three different teams to paint That yeah, i don't even have a board i only got dice like two weeks ago <laughs> that's, yeah. so you know yeah, that's fine yeah i would love to go and play like a mini league with like six games or something like that mm-hmm. that would be fun uh that's why i've been thinking but oh man that's why previously this is the kind of reflections that i'm like oh well if i need to slot that in should i roll back a little bit of the other things to be able to slot that in the new year i guess we'll see
1: who knows we wouldn't be the organizers because we don't really know how to play the game hey, so it's not, not our
0: choice it's very easy to do like a round robin and then a final day where you just play your tournament thing with four people play four people round ro- one exhibition game three round robin and so- then two final games
1: so, this is more getting into like looking ahead to 22, 22 which isn't our topic, which we might do later. But we can just say this again. But I think get somebody who already plays Blood Bowl more to encourage them. Because just like any I game, think where you it'd don't... be
0: fun to get two random people who are not even necessarily into the game. Yeah. Just in, in it and be like, who, who, who are new like us. And we just have like a silly league and we go through it.
1: Blood Bowl Noob League, yeah. Okay, that's, exactly. that's,
0: that's looking forward, but it's also looking back to what we did. Yeah. All right, no,
1: do to keep going. alphabetically, do you have any that- game that starts with a C? Do you? No, but I have a D. D. Yeah. Okay, Defiance. go for
0: it. What?
1: Defiance. Oh, Defiance, the Infinity Dungeon Crawler game, which. You didn't actually buy, unlike many things, and I bought it. Yes. But oddly, you've played more of it than I have because one uh-huh. of our other friends actually managed to get the whole thing painted up during...
0: Not the whole thing, but a lot of it.
1: But enough enough of it that everything you can play at the yeah. beginning of it painted. So yep. that, I've like, I basically sat there during it because, you know, not enough people showed up at the game store.
0: Yep so yeah defiance was pretty fun i'm not sure if i consider that a miniatures game though the only reason yeah. it's a miniatures game is because it has awesome miniatures in it mm-hmm. but it plays like a board game No, it's a fun board game i didn't even think about it but because it doesn't have that like it's funny it's like the, it's so similar to ranges of shadow deep which i consider a single-player miniatures game but the fact that it's a board yep makes me think that it, oh it's you know, there's like a board with spaces, and you're not measuring things with a measuring tape. Just mm-hmm. makes people be like, nah, this is a board game. But you're in, in many ways, you're right. There's miniatures, it's super complicated. So mm-hmm. you have to be really into the game to play it, I think, uh, which is, I think, a negative overall. I think it, if it was a little bit more streamlined, it would have been good for better for the board game market. But you know, Carvis Belly doesn't make simple games. So, nope. Oh okay so there's that game all right all right so the next one i think do we have anything is... that goes in alphabet before k nope not that i can see all right kill team 2021 games workshop game why did we play this did i just say hey you want to play it
1: i didn't buy into it though let's be fair
0: i, I became close if if
1: there was some like black yeah. friday sales on like some third party stuff i might have done it but i
0: did not buy into it either it's basically i bought into kill team one and i'm like oh well we have to try kill team two it's like you know it's one of those games in the miniature skirmish market and i've been really thinking like very hard that skirmish is that is where i want to spend most of my time because of things we previously mentioned so i i thought we have to try kill team 2021 and i have this idea that like because, you know, just to be fair, right? I don't want to be. So we've, yeah, we've talked be, about. I'm obvious, yeah. I'm actually no longer a, a Games Workshop hater, I realized. Mm-hmm. For a while there, it burnt me so bad that I'm just like, yeah, screw Games Workshop. But I'm actually over it now, surprisingly. And I'm like, okay, let's try it. Yo, know, like I said, for buying the Blood
1: Bowl, I don't think I bought any GW stuff other than like hobby supplies for like. Uh-huh six more, six or more years until this year of blind, buying into Blood Bowl. So.
0: All right. So what do you think? Kill Team 2021.
1: So we talked about this on a whole separate podcast, but I guess. Yep, we're we'll Totally. We'll... Go check it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the episode number is. Yeah. It's called, it's called Kill Team. Whatever. Uh, I found it was way better than the previous edition, just because how the turn was broken down into more parts. So it becomes closer to like integrated turns. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it much more. There was probably a bit too much much cruff, though, of just like little things going on here and there, and the balance yeah. was poor. But otherwise, the games, the core core part of the game is good.
0: Yeah, it was okay. It was decent. It was much better than I expected. By the way, that that was podcast uh, seventy one, and Blood Bowl was seventy five. Just so you know. Okay. Um, we haven't talked about Defiance yet. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, I thought Kill Team 2021, when I played it, I was actually pleasantly surprised. It was a decent, it was decent fun. It was actually a a significant improvement over Kill Team, the first one, which was a modified version of, of 8th edition, but because of that, as the game got older, they've started becoming more lazy and it just became more and more uh, just like translated rule set. Where they just took like all of the design work they had done in eighth edition and just dumped it into uh kill team and it did not work Mm -hmm. uh also i think the the new kill team though because they brought everything from the ground up it was a lot more clean in terms of um i guess just the design they had to change everything right because the game didn't work at anything like kill team 20 uh kill team 1 i guess or whatever it was called 2018 or something like that um but it was based on war cry i guess it was a mishmash the basics were based on war cry the war cry system which is a very very simple system although you, um yeah so i don't know um i thought it was pretty good i thought but i it wasn't good enough for me to say let's play this more i guess
1: yeah oh yeah that's true i bought the cards for playing kill team as well so i bought more gw stuff for that yeah yeah Yeah. yeah know, it
0: did it, it got me yeah. to buy
1: gw stuff for the first year in like a long time so so we're capable
0: of playing the game now like yep yeah. um all right so enough about kill team 2021
1: mm-hmm. all right next game is there an L J K L?
0: no there's an o so just just kind
1: something, of just just do you call the game you played that has stormtroopers a game that starts with s or does it start with l
0: s okay should i say l okay sure legion star wars legion mm-hmm. so we haven't talked about this one but um one of my friends quite like star wars and also star wars legion uh, so it got me uh, to play a couple games of it. Uh, it's actually quite a good game, honestly. I was actually impressed. I remember mm-hmm. looking at the rules when it came out, but just the miniatures did not oh. impress me at all. Oh, the and miniatures I don't. Are me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't really like the unit design <laughs> of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I don't say it's weird calling it unit design. But uh, the costumes, basically, of the original Star Wars, there's only a couple of of them that I thought are really good. Like, obviously, Darth Vader is iconic and amazing, and the Stormtroopers look great. But the Rebel Troopers, they look kind of boring and lame and very generic. So what year did Legion come out in? Obviously, it was a game... Many years before. But you know what they say, if I haven't tried it, it's new to me. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, they did have a revision actually that's why my my friend was saying hey you know let's try this out i think because he was like oh they had a new revision and they changed a a lot of points and and cleaned things up because star wars Legion got taken over by uh, atomic mass games the guys that did uh, marvel crisis protocol yep uh and so because of that they re -re reconfigured stuff and (laughs) Actually, so this was, that reminds me we didn't take, talk anything about the general uh, industry, but maybe we'll get back to that at some point, or maybe yeah. not. Probably not. No. Nah.
1: <laughs> so it wasn't the whole new edition, but it was a big revamp of the edition. Yeah.
0: Okay, and so. it was new to me, like I said. So mm-hmm. uh, the game was yeah, it was good. It was it was it made me think. Hey, I would consider playing this if it wasn't Star Wars. If it so- was totally like unbranded and it was just random like cool looking miniatures. The game system is actually quite good. It's quite impressive. There's so a couple he, of things that I didn't quite like, but overall it's quite good.
1: Yeah, so you haven't watched the Clone Wars series, which is a bit of a commitment to watch, mm-hmm. but I think if I were to... I think I like the aesthetic of the Clone Wars TV series much more than the aesthetic of the the original movies. Just There's just more more variability. <sighs> there's more detail yeah, to it. But I know our, our friend is not into those, so he... Do you know if you actually play them separately like they don't fight each other they're not meant to be played at the same time no you can uh, you can
0: play them oh okay they're Meant to be played against each other i believe all right it doesn't make sense but sure do whatever, whatever. you want Just yeah. sell
1: minis uh-huh.
0: yeah um but yeah overall game is decent Did they have new miniatures actually that are i think hard that are hard plastic that they're a lot better than they were before However, they're still a bit heroic scale, and like mm. I said, the general look of them—I'm not, I don't really like most of their stuff, so I wouldn't get into the game really. Yeah, which no, is I unfortunate. I haven't seen anything
1: that really impressed me, and I think that it's like one of those things where they have those big franchises; they focus too much on the the popular characters rather yeah, than just like trying the, to. That's the issue:
0: is that the way the movies are, and series are made is that it's not a miniature game design so the heroes have a lot of character but in the in the miniature game you're playing the legions which is all the generic guys who are meant to like kind of fade into the background
2: mm-hmm. and
0: so to me it just doesn't work actually it might be fine with like a i don't know what you would call it a hero fight but that doesn't make any sense either so who knows maybe if if star wars legion was a uh, like um what do you call it league of legends moba where like you have stormtroopers or, or Imperial, not Imperial, uh, Rebel guys just streaming over, mm-hmm. and then you actually are only playing with three heroes. That might be a good game. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's not the game. So the game is actually good, but I don't think it works with Star Wars. Okay. All right. Next one. Wait. Oh, that's, that was L. Yes we have anything before? all right in that case we missed one mm, okay oh you know what we didn't miss it i'm just going to go with the, the o so which is we're changing up the kind of how we're we're ordering it by uh, um, ordering titles. by by titles mm-hmm. so this is one page rules we played one page rules uh grim dark future firefight Yep, it's a very long, and name. we're totally sorting it by the one page rules, yep. not by the actual name of the actual I'm game. Grim
1: dark Future Firefight, mm-hmm. yes, so it's what, one, a page rules, game, one page. Future. Yep, a lot of people just call all their games one page rules. That's even right. though that makes when sense. I think about it, yeah, that's how people refer to it.
0: Yep, they have lots of games. They, they they say OPN Firefight, I think, one page rules, firefight. Anyways, okay. I think they'll leave out Grim Dark Future. Um, so this is basically the skirmish version. So One Page Rules is the system. It's like a Patreon, right? It's basically started out as I believe just fan-made and they started a Patreon and they have a decent number of people paying. So I think it's now just like the guy's full-time job.
1: Yes, you describe it as basically a Kill Team replacement created when Kill Team was found to be the original Kill Team or the previous yes. Kill Team was found to be lacking. So yes. people they branched out and tried to fill the void with something more yep. playable.
0: Yeah, the, the big thing with one page rules is it, you know, it's called one page rules. It's meant to be simple and easy to get into and uncomplicated. Um, and I think that the skirmish version that, that we played, it worked. I thought it worked really well. I thought it was really good. Um, I was impressed actually by the gameplay of it. Um, yeah, I was just impressed, I guess. Um, I went back and played it, my... it, it lived up to the hype, right? A lot of people online there was there's been some buzz for basically one page rules because I guess people are not as happy with the gameplay of uh, games Workshop games. And I think one page rules hit it. The only thing that, I guess, do you want to talk about it in general? Oh wait.
1: I can't remember it as well anymore like the exact how the rules work. Mm-hmm. But I just remember it's very easy to to get going with. and the balance was decent even though it doesn't it didn't seem very complicated Mm -hmm. and it let you play basically whatever you wanted to play like i think it's one of those games where you should agree with your opponent like kind of where you're going which is how any games workshop game goes even though it's not a games workshop game but it falls into the spirit of it where you shouldn't just like power a game you should be like okay (laughs) this is my force that looks cool and i can build what i want with it and then we can have a battle around that
0: yep And it's free. That's the other thing. The game, the rules are free. We don't have to pay a cent, which I was okay with buying, but you know I didn't have to, so I didn't. Uh, And that, if you want to know more details about that, you can uh, check out our episode seventy-two. But yeah, I was really, I really like this. The one thing that I think we had some issues were was that the free rules has only one mission. But if you pay for their Patreon, and I guess that's how they get people to give them, throw them a, a bit of money, so they can do it full time. I don't even know if they're doing full time, but spend get some money, monetary payment for all the effort they put in. Um, you can actually get more more uh, missions. Well,
1: I think so there was we played that wasn't so objective focused, but then there's another version where you have a bunch of cards, yeah. and you draw new missions off. Of. So I think yep. there's sort of two main ways of playing it for free. For if free, you want, more, yep. if you want more detailed and probably better. I'm guessing missions.
0: Yeah, uh, that
1: just throwing them a few bucks gets you that.
0: Yep yeah throwing them, I think think our throwing them. a few though. bucks a, a, a month or i think you just can do it one month and download all the stuff they have so it's actually quite good they even have like an an army builder and i think the army builder is actually for building new armies so new lists mm-hmm. and then they also have uh campaign rules and so if you want to pay for that and i think that is i don't know man if i were if i was still into playing a lot of 40k games i'd be like why are we playing this? Why don't we play one-page rules? It's a yeah, lot cleaner. So- it's a lot nicer, in my opinion. Uh, the strategy is there, and it's the kind of way I would want to play 40K.
1: We're going to show up and you beat each other up. Yeah. yeah. But However, we're Infinity players, so we're yeah. like, oh, we've already
0: got something. It's much that's- more detailed, yeah.
1: It's much more detailed and fills the same, sort of showing up and blasting away at each other in skirmish. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel the need to have It's a lot
0: easier to get people in. Like you have all these new people that are coming into 40 K because they had nothing better to do during the lockdown. Uh, and they have all these assembled models. Maybe they, maybe they have a lot of assembled models, but only like 10 guys painted play one page rules, firefight, the kill team version. And there's the bigger version as well that that facilitates the same kind of simple kind of, uh, tight, tight gameplay, uh, for 40 K proper. Or play Forty K Apocalypse Warhammer Forty Thousand Apocalypse, which is also a great rule set. It's no longer updated though, so if you get new minis, unfortunately, you can't play with them. Is that a good thing? Because they can't break it with Codexes. (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) maybe. Uh, Honestly, the problem with Forty K Apocalypse is like they they created it and they dropped it like it's hot because apparently it didn't sell well enough because they didn't, in my opinion, they didn't push it. yeah, but what's missing? And the from- issue is that actually, well, it's, it's so much more miniatures, right? So you can't really play it, but you can definitely scale the system down to play 40k size games and it works fine. Yeah, is there anything missing from Apocalypse? If you want to play a 2000 point equivalent game, you can play like a 100 point Apocalypse game and then you shrink the force organization so that uh, you you need like one less of every type of model in the normal force organization chart. Like, so if you need, so normally you need like one hero and three, uh, three, three fast troops. attack or three troops or three to six troops and just make it two, right? And mm-hmm. you can play it like a 100 points is around the right or 100 or 125, and it'll be the same size as a 2000 point game. I think 100 is around 2000. Yep, but that's so, not a game
1: new for being played this year. That's previous. That was
0: not, but I'm just get telling people another alternative Mm -hmm. you know giving the people what they need although not necessarily what they asked for all right so on (laughs) on
1: on the note of other alternatives maybe we'll break the alphabet and go to Mm -hmm. s or is that next in the alphabet
0: that is actually next in the alphabet oh well very good silver bayonet oh actually yep yep that's true i forgot one Mm Even with the alphabets. So we already broke it. Necromunda. Did you actually play it? Yeah. I oh, played yeah. a couple games of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, also a very good game and another game that I want to slot in. Also not a new game, but it's new to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So based on sort of how it plays, it, it looks to me like it fills a
1: slot for a sci-fi campaign-based game yeah. that that doesn't I don't have something for. But the miniatures no none of the armies have struck me, so I haven't jumped at it, but the whole idea of the game actually seems
0: interesting to, to me. To me, the greatest thing about Necromunda is the miniature and the the aesthetic.
1: I like the this. gameplay
0: is, is definitely fun. fun and in my opinion, much better than Kill Team 2021. Mm-hmm. Um but what really makes it interesting to me is that you're playing like a bunch of gangers right oh no the the whole concept
1: of who they are i, I really like the concept of who they are but the okay. execution of the miniatures that's fair it, it feels like it falls just short like
0: yeah i feel I like the, art good, but the
1: miniature sculpting yeah. execution it's like i've gotten my standards have been pushed too high probably
0: mm-hmm. i feel like we this is the type of game that you would also consider playing um a cyberpunk game. Uh, I think there's only one current cyberpunk game on the market. I forget what it's called. Mm -hmm. Shoot. It's an Osprey game, I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay, so it's not cyberpunk red, something else.
0: Cyberpunk red, I thought was a role playing game. Am I wrong? I thought cyberpunk red was a role playing game. Yeah, it may very well. Not a miniatures game it's role-playing games you use miniatures but it's, i don't believe it's a miniatures game like a war game um i forget what the name is we haven't played it though so it doesn't exist to us <laughs> which is why i can not remember its name but it's terrible uh oh. but I, I would like to play it eventually but it's just not not on the list yet um so yeah but necromunda is a good alternative right so it has that kind of like gang ganger kind of gritty post-apocalyptic I guess it's more post-apocalyptic kind of feel where, where, you know, your, your, your food is people kind of idea. So yeah, you know, it was created in the eighties and nineties where games workshop basically just stole from every single pop culture thing that they liked and threw them into the games workshop, um, games workshop, uh, I guess universe or the 40 K universe. And they, know and then you got this like beautiful grimy kind of medley also mixed with heavy metal look yeah heavy metal and uh i don't know some sort of urban politics from britain that we don't quite understand but it's actually very similar to judge dread and stuff like that which was also thrown into the mix of of what the game would be so Mm -hmm. if you think of like judge dread and the kind of it's basically leftist politics that are that are in them, anti-Thatcherite, right? Because anti-Thatcher was, was the leader at the time. Um, it's quite heavily in the mix of the birth birth of, of Games Workshop. And you kind of see that in recommended stuff. And also Games Workshop proper, despite what a lot of modern American uh, fans see in, in it. Yeah. But without getting too political, unlike our games, uh let's go on to the next one all right so back to
1: s then s silver silver comes before us
0: yes silver bayonet so i played this like literally came out less than a month ago i think i played i've I've been pretty on the ball i played one game of it Mm -hmm. uh yeah, I watched was, one video. It, that doesn't count. Sorry?
1: I watched one video of it, but that doesn't count.
0: Yeah, we were going to play, but like COVID. So <laughs> that kind of prevents that stuff. Um, so I don't know when we're gonna actually get, you know, a full-on game of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um interesting. Decently you know what it's interesting? Another game by Joseph McCullough Um the chain I, I like the Basics of the game. So you would liken it. And I like the look of the rule book. The rule book is actually really pretty, but it's missing a couple of things. There's no diagrams. And I feel like a lot of things are easier to visualize if there were diagrams.
1: Yeah, I was going to liken it to Rangers of Shadow Deep, but Rangers of Shadow Deep does decently with putting in diagrams, but this has skipped them.
0: Yes. So if they had put in diagrams, like it's such a beautiful book, it's, there's no miniatures in the book. No, there's no miniatures. Just writing and and like artwork Mm -hmm. and the cover looks like a notebook. So if they did that, but there's also tables, which I don't like, but if the tables were done in a sketchy style, like someone, you know, drew the lines and stuff like that,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: it would have looked so much nicer, but of course it's a lot more work. And then you I don't know how you're going to do that when you make the PDF, like uh, scaling you, version you, for your you, phone,
1: you do you sketch them really badly. <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. But I really wish they had sketched the diagrams, right? Like a beautiful like like an old like a way as someone would do it in the old, old times. Right. Without without computers. Right. Hand-drawn notebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hand-drawn notebook sketches of how you, that would have been so beautiful, but besides that it's still a pretty it's, a, it's still a pretty rule book the gameplay the basics of the gameplay are good i just felt like it was missing something it was okay. missing in my opinion um we, we will do a podcast about this we haven't done one yet um and we'll get your opinion because you know you haven't played it yet so <laughs> it's hard for you to opine about it but um i felt like it was missing a reason to fight there was not enough like i wish that so the the game is like a napoleonic horror the basically the game is if you wanted to buy some napoleonic miniatures but you didn't want to buy a whole legion to play this is a skirmish game and then if you're going to play a skirmish game why don't you hunt monsters instead of trying to kill each other
2: yeah
0: so yeah that's basically the game um you felt like the mission. You haven't obviously
1: you haven't played that many missions, but you felt like the missions weren't didn't have enough depth to them or variability. No,
0: I thought the missions had decent depth to them. You know, I think that's one of colors strongest points. Yeah. But I felt like the reason that you were hunting these people, right? You know, in in Frostgrave, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a campaign system, and so is so is uh, Silver Bayonet. Uh, in Frostgrave, you play the game. It's great gameplay, right? Very fun, very simple, straight to the point, and the wizard powers are cool. Um, but after you play, you get a whole bunch of treasure and that kind of gives you a reason to play and build up to, to, to play and see your wizard and role play as your wizard, trying to build up stuff, uh, getting, getting more stuff to become stronger or at least more rich, Mm -hmm. uh, to continue to delve. And you have that kind of feedback, right? Quite good. Um, silver bayonet is missing that. You kill monsters but you don't really get treasure from the monsters right no. so you i just get, felt, basically just points is just what it feels XP. like yeah it, yeah it just feels you're getting xp and i feel like you know a proper monster hunter right when i think about cool monster hunter things that are veteran monster hunters they basically get something more than just xp right they start getting like you hunt a monster and then they take the essence of the monster and use it against future monsters right
2: mm-hmm.
0: like that's the thing that i would like if they just grafted on like harvesting the monster Mm -hmm. so that you can use the the monster body parts for the next mission i think that would that's basically what's missing and i think it would be decent of course would it be able? would i be able to personally slot it in probably not but i could see someone if they wanted to play Napole like play with napoleonic miniatures i could see it and if if you like that Monster centric, like monster hunters, kind of thing. I could see it being more gem, but not for me. I think Frostgrave overall is just, although maybe not a direct competitor, is I'd rather just play Frostgrave.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see what our opinion when we both play it. Yeah, all right. So, on the note of other Joe McCullough
0: games, another Joe McCullough game that came out earlier in the year, though, uh, was Stargrave. This is the science fiction version of Frostgrave. I've been quite that's basically it. It's the start. It's the science fiction version of Frostgrave. Um, the setting is about pirates and stuff like that. Um, we did have a podcast where we talked about the gameplay, which is 64, episode 64. Um I liked it. I thought it's cool. It's basically what happens if everyone in your warband had guns in a place like that
2: yeah
0: it had a couple of cool innovations that made the the captain and first mate which are the wizard equivalent your leaders that, that actually get xp um made them work um but again i just feel like i'd just rather play for Osgrave. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the issue is we get our our sci-fi fixed like if i didn't play any sci-fi games i would consider it but you know we have our sci-fi ethics from Infinity and other games. So yeah, I was going to say another like, game we'll probably end up talking about at
1: the end. Yeah, I was going to say like One Page Rules and Star Grave are both like very like competitors to playing GW stuff.
0: Yep. yep, kill team and stuff like that. Yeah, and I here's the interesting thing. I was talking uh, at a couple of guys up at the store right when it was briefly okay to go there and hang out and play. Um, and actually, I talked to one of the people that worked at the store. So I guess it would have been fine normally. But uh he was saying that a bunch of his friends who are like Games Workshop players and not they haven't played Frostgrave were mm-hmm. like, hey, let's play Stargrave with Games Workshop stuff because so they were disenfranchised with
1: KL Team 2021.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Right. And it's kind of interesting and a little bit weird because you can't play. They don't have the same direct equivalents of the armies. Yeah. They're, so they're it's, like a, it's like pirate rogue bands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe, you know, if everyone's okay with playing that, right? Like, it's like, rogue Tra- you know what it, it probably is? It's like, it's exactly like rogue trader. Uh, hmm. So you can play rogue trader bands on the edge of the galaxy. And then you can literally throw in like an orc, you know, a space marine is maybe your leader,
1: uh, because everyone you're... has smaller troops that they can in their armies usually it's just like okay you can have like literally like termagants because they have guns yeah. sure and then you have some like bigger warrior leading it if you want to play tyranids yeah. it w- it yeah, will work.
0: technically you can play tyranids harder to yeah you could play the spire morse and stuff like that or you play a rote. if you're playing imperium you can't do all space marines but you can do imperial guard quite easily yeah well, uh, and then scouts, you throw some scouts in oh, you true. Old scouts, throw scouts. For long-time players they've
1: got scouts rather than yep. whatever new junk they made for scouts
0: or maybe you'd play it like your space marines are your elites and then you have four Bureau guard running around right to, yeah. to 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 build it up maybe that's how you play it. anyways they were going to play it, and i think that's that's really cool that stargrave even so much as it is really just Frostgrave in space but you know quite different like because just by nature, switching the the thing, uh, the sorry the setting necessitates real rules changes. Um, it's finding an audience, I think. And if not for COVID, I think it would probably be doing decently well. And it might continue to do decently well. Awesome. Possibly better, probably already better than Ghost Archipelago, which is sad. I love the art in Ghost Archipelago and the setting.
1: Mm-hmm. But that was not a game from this year. All right, you've got more games you played this started playing this year
0: because I think got I've won. That's I got only got one more game that we didn't mention, uh, and that is uh, our game. Uh, yes, we played a lot of our game. That is probably the game we played the most, actually, even including N four and Frostgrave and stuff like that.
1: We did. To be fair, the game hasn't come out yet, so I don't know what your account says, but. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but i feel like this is the year where it really polished up
1: yeah it played very different it really
0: played like a game as opposed to a uh what do you call it as just you know a work in progress or a beta kind of thing right i think the actual gameplays really came together and i and we haven't we haven't touched a major rule in a while right we've just been refining lists and stuff like that which means to me it's getting pretty tight Right. Yeah. Because before the very
1: early iterations, yeah.
0: All that like things were
1: clunky. They felt like things didn't, they just didn't they were, work right. I don't, it's hard yeah. to describe why they did, but they just didn't feel like, they didn't feel natural. I think is how I would want to describe it. But now things actually like
0: it feels basically yeah my opinion is just refinement right they they lack refinement they felt a bit clunky because you know when you come up with rule and you kind of decide on these things. You throw in a lot of things they don't necessarily all work or they just the idea is maybe good, but the you just have to think through it and try it out a bunch of times to figure out what actually works with it. Right. Yep. What actually works with the rest of the game and whether it actually fits and some rules you're like, Oh, well, this actually doesn't fit. So we'll just remove it. Right. And, yeah, and, and
1: some rules cause too much analysis paralysis because they give you too many options. So maybe you have a concept you want in the game, but it's just, it makes you sit there too long trying to plan stuff out. So
0: yeah. And our and this game, uh, I think so, we chose oh. the name blood of stars Oh, so I think we should describe what
1: for those who haven't listened to previous podcasts, what sort of game type it fits into. It's oh, basically a yeah. kill team. It's like a kill team replacement as well.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. So it's a science fiction uh game. Right now we have five factions. Uh they're very small uh lists, right? With with specific lists for their gameplay, yeah. uh for for what you what you can play. Um and but they're work, they're working uh, quite good. We've got a, a bunch of different kind of concepts. The basic idea for the game is that it's kill team replacement. Uh, so you play science fiction kind of warriors. Uh, there's some an analogy, I guess, to the 40k. Uh, so to some five 40k factions, not exactly though. I think uh, they started off probably maybe a little bit closer, but you know they're more archetypal. As science fiction, um, what do you call them? Just uh, general tropes. science fiction tropes as opposed to actual direct analogs, right? Of yeah. course, there's a lot of games workshop factions are basically tropes as well. <laughs> so they'll map decently, right? Um
1: yeah, yeah. there's more
0: um, there's armies that
1: are more like mass armies, there's armies that are closer to like your the space marines, because it's literally
0: yeah, your veteran troopers, veteran. Or, Heavily yeah. armored, it's a very, low-num. very common spit, trope, trope, right? Super armored soldiers, right? Super They're soldiers. They're good at shooting. They're good at fighting. But you know, yeah, bleach. like Master Chief or something like that, right? There's there's a common idea of that. Uh, but basically, any kind of video game is gonna your hero is generally one of those guys.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the game plays on a small board. Easy to play. The idea is that it's it's should be relatively easy to learn the rules and play it out. Uh and I think we we hit a decent uh we hit a decent balance with it to make it keep it interesting, keep it fresh. Um yeah. And so we're continuing to work on that. Hopefully sometime in the future, in the the close future, we'll have it polished up, ready to go. Um, and release it out into the world and see what other people think. Yeah.
1: Um, this isn't our full-time job. So we have the luxury of just tinkering and tinkering until it feels right so
0: yep yeah so hopefully it'll we'll, we'll get it to a a decent a decent point uh yeah and uh release it out there so in my opinion it's quite good i gotta say i gotta say the game is pretty fun mm-hmm. although it'd be weird if i did it so I'll take yeah, yeah. that what you will
1: <coughs> all it right deep, it feels deeper than one so to compare it to the games we talked about Mm -hmm. i think it feel feels like it has less going on than kill team 2021 which Mm -hmm. i found just has too many tokens yeah too too much much, too many things going
0: on and a lot of things that don't need to go on it's like i felt like it 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 suffered from a problem that a lot of 40 like gaze workshop games have is that it's not that the ideas that are in the game are bad in fact there's a lot of interesting ideas in kill team 2021 it's that there's too many they, they, yeah. I feel like they needed a stronger editor. Is the issue mm-hmm. with Kill Team 2021? Well, as we said, they had a they, decent idea, yeah, you know, secret. Out. Sorry?
1: Yeah, as we said, they have to put games out. So, yeah, we time. Apparently, they
0: can't pay lot. for editors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently, they don't pay their designers very well either. So, maybe that's why they can't afford to what, add a couple more people to do editing and cutting. That's crazy. So, mm-hmm. apparently, there's like too many rules in the net and there's too many ideas that are competing that i don't think worked well well yeah, together.
1: So we, we stayed below that level of like stuff going on yeah. but probably went over the level of stuff going on of one page rules one I page rules overall, though,
0: it's probably similar some, different... it's, it's similar mm-hmm. i'd say perhaps but there is
1: some there's less variability in the troops themselves but more variability and like the tactics and things you can do on the like more secondary.
0: Yeah, we have a couple more, more secondary subsystems. Secondary
1: but mechanics, yeah. There,
0: there's an issue with one page rules that I don't like is that they still have a uh squad mechanic, which means but not most unit here's the thing, most army lists don't have squads. Yeah. But the squad mechanic is super complicated because squad mechanics tend to be super complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we managed to get around that. We have a, a a similar kind of mass unit kind of mechanic. I think ours is. I really like it. It's very simple. Makes the allows the what do you call it spammy armies to seem larger than the more elite armies, right? Yeah. Even so, if the gameplay wise, they're much more similar. Yeah.
1: So it plays as one troop, but it appears as. Several just to give you the visual feel on the board yeah. of playing a mass army. So
0: yeah, so overall, love it. Great game. You should mm-hmm. totally look for it when it comes out. I know. Get excited. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Hype for yeah. Long and if time. you if you want, if you want to look at the rules, uh, give us a shout, actually. That'd be mm-hmm. that'd be Ex- a good idea too. exist in a readable state. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I wanted to talk about painting but apparently we don't have enough time to do this exact same thing with painting without making this a two-parter so let's just go to the 2021 general like what do you call it 2021 uh, gamer awards for dice over everything which is all personal because we are a very individual person focused kind of thing And the Uh people we're focusing on is us. So, uh, let's do... We start from the uh, bottom, or do we go for the top? Let's start from the bottom and then go up. Yeah. All right? So, uh, the first kind of award is the worst new game. Now, here's the thing. This is not quite fair, because the game that we play, right? New game that we've played, sorry. Um, because if we haven't played any bad games, there still has to be a worse one. It doesn't necessarily mean that the game is bad. Mm-hmm. It's just the worst one, in our opinion, the least good one, you could say, but that's not nearly as negative. So I'm going to say the worst game we've played, new, the worst new game we've played for 2021.
1: All right. Who wants well, to go
0: first? Uh, I'll go first because I've played fewer games. Sure. So
1: obviously this this has reasons behind it. But the game I liked the least was actually Stargrave. Great.
0: All right. That's interesting. Go for it.
1: Now, the reasoning behind it is not because Stargrave is actually a bad game. Uh The Reasoning is because it may draw people away from playing Frostgrave, which is the superior Uh version of playing that particular form of game.
0: That is interesting. That is actually a decent point.
1: So it does a
0: negative thing. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> potential Frostgrave players. So normally, all these other games, you're like, I played it once, it was fine, I'm not going to play it again. But this one game, it's not fine because it's good enough that it'll drag people away from the actual game I want them to play.
1: Yeah, because I think we've gone over this before, but Frostgrave just in its being more melee focused and then the new version that came out in 2020, Yep. Just we found from previously playing it that having less shooting going on just made the game more entertaining, where people wouldn't sit back, they would just get into yep. the fray, because they limited how many things you could take that were ranged units. Yep. Whereas and your wizard start
0: started being space. cooler. Yep.
1: So, just the whole tactics of the game, just being up there and in your face and running up for a treasure, it, it the the mechanics don't work as well with more shooting going on. That It has the same sort of mechanics. Okay. Plus, I find that just how I you... I actually develop-
0: think it, it works out pretty well. They had... Oh, it wasn't it wasn't yeah. bad but still because you have like the smoke and everything else you can use that yeah. and your heroes but, can use their power and then move which I love.
1: Yeah, I know, but it's still it, it draws away from the fun of that the whole mechanics Fair behind enough. the Frostgrave system. And as well, I don't feel like the advancement of your leaders, your captain, your first mate, I don't feel like the advancement and like the stuff you gained was as interesting as the stuff you gained in
0: Frostgrave. That is true. In so, the main book, there's more cool treasures in Frostgrave than there are in the Stargrave treasure yeah. sheet.
1: Yeah, and just the fact the stuff your guys get and they're like, oh, am I going to give this to my guy? It felt more meaningful. The stuff you gained just has more more feel it to more it. More character. Yeah, it has yeah. more character. So That's I feel fair. like
0: it, it just. That's fair. I'm Relative just, to the game that you feel like it would replace, it is not as yeah. good. Whereas okay fair enough that, okay. I, I can't argue with that uh my least favorite or worst worst new game because i like making it more negative uh is kill team 2021 okay now i just finished saying oh it's not bad uh but all, all these other games i actually really enjoyed uh honestly the second one would possibly be silver bayonet, but i think it's a better game than kill team 2021. Like I said, there was just too much craft. It was way too complicated for what you get. And although it was a decent game, and although it was an improvement on Kill Team the previous, uh, it, in my opinion, didn't do the job. Okay. It's just, it's literally, it was just the bottom of the list. Too clunky. Uh, yep. And there are better alternatives. If I wanted to play Games Workshop games, I would play one page rules. Like if I wanted to play with my, my Games Workshop models with that kind of thing, I'd play one page rules, I'd play our game. Uh, I'd play if I wanted to play in the Games Workshop universe, the Necromunda. Like, I actually want to run a Necromunda campaign. I have no desire to play another game of Kilting 2021, which is kind of sad because those new uh, orc models were pretty sweet. Yeah, it saves me from buying guys. Okay, that's enough <laughs> negativity. We've gone on for enough yep. negativity. All right. So, the other side then is the best new game that we've played. And you can't say our game because we're obviously biased yeah so besides our game what was the best new game that that we played
1: all right i'll go first again i think it was actually blood bowl
0: interesting all right yeah.
1: Although we just bashed gw but now like as i said finally bought into gw stuff again and blood bowl just plays differently like its mechanics are different like obviously we talked about yeah. playing on squares and squares feel like board games yeah, this does feel like a miniature game, just with how the
0: combat's executed. Yep, I'd still call it. And a it's very game. different. It has its own niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say, kind of agree. Although it's not exactly a new game. I don't know, second season edition. That's kind of new.
1: Yeah, no, we, we're going by editions. We called Legion. Yeah, yeah sure. A, <laughs> a new game.
0: <laughs> sure. Uh, one page rules was not a new edition, but you know, we threw it in. It's new to us. Um. I I'd, I'd have to agree, Blood Bowl of the other games. Blood Bowl is the only other game of this list. Well, Necromunda as well.
1: Uh, yeah, and the Unfam the miniatures like the GW aesthetic, I find works for the Blood Bowl theme. Mm-hmm. Like having stumpy people, yeah, it's fine. This is some weird universe yeah. where they're playing. Playing a enough,
0: I'll probably end up playing necromanda though first. It would be Necromunda or Blood Bowl because those are literally the two games that I'm like, yeah, of this entire list, I'd be like, yeah, let's play this again, right, in the new year. Yeah, like what would you buy more
1: of? Like what miniatures would
0: you, bought you so buy so much buy Blood more Blood miniatures from?
1: I'd go buy. Well, you already have three Blood Bowl factions. <laughs> but like, uh, I
0: have two fully painted Blood Bowl factions, the ones that came in the starter and four other ones. So oh my god! kind of went crazy. Yeah. Okay so i don't i wouldn't feel bad about
1: buying one more but just the yeah. whole packs like when you look at the packs that they sell the stuff in them all like seems really cool
0: yeah it's fun and different and kind of campy and, and the game is quite fun so and and like we said you can play you can stick it in there somewhere and where you just play a small league i think that i think that's totally doable maybe in the fall right when do the when does when does football start Ah, oh, it doesn't matter Okay, whatever. <laughs> we, don't, we don't really care about football, really, besides the idea of it creating a game like Blood Bowl. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I agree with Blood Bowl. Necromunda would be my follow-up. Um, Both Games Workshop games, which is very surprising, least favorite and most favorite are Games Workshop games, besides okay. your game, of the we, new
1: games. We agreed on Blood Bowl, of the new editions that have come out, Yeah, new games we played of 2021, Blood Bowl is actually the top.
0: Yeah. All right, so now the other one is how about the uh, best war game overall of the old guard, of the old games that we played before? Oh. it's just, This is very easy for both of us. This is basically just what's your favorite game? Oh, it's just Infinity N4 still.
1: Like, and I'm pretty sure yep. yours is still Frostgrave, right?
0: Yep, Frostgrave yep. 2. Great. And no, just... N4 is really good, though, I got to say. Yeah. Well, both 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 editions
1: are essentially cleaning ups of previous editions. They're not like throw it all the and bring something yeah. new in. Like mm-hmm. they don't feel entirely like new editions. Frostgrave yep. I would describe as taking all the sort of releases that came out after the original book, and then mm-hmm. finally codifying one version that includes all the best versions of the rules yep. into one. I agree. Infinity and four is just throwing away a bunch of like crap they didn't need.
0: Yep. And cleaning it up. It's the thing is like the game is still super complicated. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is still the most complicated game that I've played, but now more than before, it feels like everything, every complication adds something to the game. Almost everything. Link teams or whatever you call them, fire teams still are garbage and should be moved, but that's, that's whatever for another time. All right. Next one is what is your favorite we're wrapping it up now. Uh, what is your favorite new mini that you painted in the last year?
1: So not new release, just like
0: no, just something you painted in it the last is... year. Because like an... like we said, if you yeah. haven't painted it, it's new to you.
1: Yep. Yeah. All right. So it is from Infinity. It is one of the Nazarova twins, which are the bikers in Hackersland, the character ones. All right. So they've been out for a while. For those who are watching, no, it doesn't focus. It's
0: Back, it back and put your hand behind it. Well, anyhow. There you go.
1: That may do something. No. It oh. may not. The webcam doesn't focus. Hold it up close.
0: for a little bit longer where your head is, basically.
1: It's not going to focus. It never has focused. It
0: will. If you stop moving it.
2: All right. No, it'll never focus. No, hey. it almost
0: did, but you kept on moving it. So. Fine. All right, I that's right, I'm blaming you. All right, for me, this is like, must have been a games workshop year for me. This is like the most games workshop I painted and played uh, since I was probably a teenager or a young adult. No, a teenager, because I stopped, I stopped during the university. So I started playing with uh, uh, Metallics for the first time since I was a teenager. And it was really fun to to try something new and the thing that I tried it on was a games workshop model, it was a plague marine so it's actually a squad, but I believe this is my favorite just because of the sculpt. Oh, but is this one.
1: Oh, see your laptop will actually mostly focus yes.
0: Yes, So this guy. That's one of the he looks cool. That's
1: one of the random. Marines or random Nurgle models that comes out of
0: nope no nope. that's one, one from the box. Oh, okay. This is this would be the other one. This is the one that made me decide to paint them. This is my second favorite, which yeah, is one, one from the from the box, the six six Nurgle Marines. Yeah, that Gw seems to make sense with metallics. I don't know why, but it does. Also, metallics have gotten a lot better, so topic for another time all right uh and since we're rounding it out uh with painting and hobbying uh what is your favorite new hobby slash paint that you've tried this year and this is the last award
1: it it would be some of the scale 75 paints which i only bought maybe a few weeks ago oh really nice because they certain colors for model color which is Basically, like ninety-five percent of what I use, most mm-hmm. shiny. If you don't shake them like crazy and put bottle, put metal in them, and mm-hmm. every bottle you buy of that particular color will do it for deep reds and deep blues. So I bought some scale seventy fives, and they fixed that
0: problem. Yeah, great. Yeah, I I really I really like the scale seventy five. Is it called African Shadow?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, looks great. Uh, my favorite is literally what I just showed you. Uh, metallics, uh, the specific metallics, just metallics in general. Cause I haven't used them for like 10, 15, 20 years. Um, I haven't used them and they were really, really fun. Uh, the ones I used were Vallejo metallics, but I did buy a the model LED. air or the game color. Um, they were model air, I believe.
1: Yep. Get those yeah. from, those are the ones I use as well. And they're what I've heard are the best out of their
0: range. Yep. Just, There's also, I bought a couple from another company that I haven't really tried out that much, but I'm, I'm hoping to try it in the new year. If I paint some more games workshop models, um, I forget the name. I should go pick them up right now. Let me just grab them.
1: Okay. Um, other metallic
0: that because they're a Canadian company
1: mm-hmm.
0: legendary paints. Okay, so and where, can platinum get, them highlight? where can you get them online? Online. Legendary Paints. I don't what know. Le- LegendaryPaints.com. Who would have guessed? Oh, so you and I know they're Canadian because it says Made in
1: Canada right there. Uh, so you got it directly from them? And they, yep. for those listening, they come in bottles that are very similar to they just a dropper bottle, but it's a bit different yep. than Army Painter and Vallejo droppers.
0: Yeah, so oh, go cool. out and buy some Legendary Paints. Oh, it looks like the Reaper dropper bottles. Anyhow. Yep, a little bit nicer actually, because the Reaper Reaper is the one with the really ugly yellow wrapper around it. Or am I th- thinking something else? Might I don't, their, their graphic design is terrible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The paint's fine. It's just- they would yeah. sell so much more of that paint if they got their graphic designer to make a new label. Yep. Because they have one, right? They have tons of Reaper product, right? Reaper yeah. Bones is huge now. Yeah, yeah their product lines are huge yeah their product line is huge and river bones has fine graphic design why don't they just spend a little money and, and wrap those bottles who knows i don't know anyways maybe that'll be something that i'll try in the new year and i'll love it and send them a kindly worded email to say update your your <laughs> graphic design on your paint, and it'll sell better yeah. uh all right um and that is it for 2021 the uh 2021 Dice Over Everything Awards. So thank you for uh, all all the winners. Uh yeah. Yeah, thanks for putting out good games. Yeah, thanks for yeah, okay. that's for entertaining us. Apparently gays workshop. Weird. <laughs> unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's a it's been an unexpected year. Uh, so, uh, that's basically being it for the retrospective of this year. Uh, anything else you want to say at the end? No, I think we covered a lot of ground. All right, then. Uh, if you have any thoughts then, why don't you contact us? Tell us, uh, what your 2021 favorite game was and your worst new game that you played of the year. Uh, yeah, we'd love to hear it. Um, It'd be great to know. So you can uh, contact us at contact at
1: Yep, Or find us on Facebook or dice over everything or join the dice over everything group to let us know what you're up to.
0: All right. This has been Alan. It's been Brandon.
1: Bye.